Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. I checked your Twitter from yesterday. You tweeted, was that Ovechkin's best game of the season last night from the physical Tony set to the two-way play to the playmaking? You thought Reardon might have played him a little too much during the season, but he's been great so far in the playoffs. And I like the fact that he's genuinely happy for a guy like Backstrom, you know, carrying the scoring load in the first two games. He's happy doing the back checking, doing some of the little things that most of the other guys on the roster typically Handle, talk about the way Ovi's played through the first two games. It's helped the Caps get out to the 2 nothing lead. Yeah, usually when we think of him having a really good game, it involves him scoring a goal. And, you know, in that game two especially, he didn't score a goal, but I thought he was dominant. Um, just some of the things he was able to do, how physical he was, how, um, yeah, all over the ice he was. And um, it was funny, after the game, he was like, you know, Backy's a scoring machine, and, you know, I'm Backstrom. Uh, it's like a Freaky Friday, Friday <laughs> thing going on. Uh, but, you know, it's, he looks really good. Backstrom looks good. I think they're getting, you know, production from their top guys, and that's maybe the difference so far is, you know, Backstrom's on the board, Ovechkin's on the board, Oshie, Wilson. Uh, but, you know, for the Hurricanes, uh, I think Sebastian Ajo has a goal, and um, maybe they have a goal on the power play, but, other than that, they're not really getting that same kind of production from their top six. Um, I think for the Caps now, sort of the next step for them is to start getting some, you know, guys tripping in in the bottom six. Obviously, Verona, Connolly, um, you know, their fourth line, they all had good seasons. So if those guys can get on the board and the Caps are really a four-line dangerous team, uh, that's going to be huge for them going forward. Joined by Isabel Kershudian from the Washington Post, covers the Washington Capitals, who, of course, are up 2-0, Game 3 tonight, which you can listen to right here on 106.7 The Fan. We were talking about amongst ourselves earlier that the face-off seems to be kind of like one weak link area. Is it that concerning that they really haven't been good all season long and in the playoffs thus far? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, if you look at who the best face-off team all year was, it was the Philadelphia Flyers, who didn't make the playoffs. I think it can be a little overstated. There's the one goal uh, on the penalty kill where Backstrom loses the faceoff beforehand. But, like, Puck kind of jumps over his stick. I mean, that's going to happen. I I think over the course of a game, they're not that big of a deal. You want to be around 50%. um, But I don't think, like, other domination in them is all that important. And, um, yeah, there will be individual faceoffs that – carry a greater importance because it's special teams or it's late in the game or whatever. But, you know, as over the course of a game, I, yeah, I don't see it as a huge thing. And it's a kind of a little debate within the hockey community. You know, there's advanced analytics people who um, aren't, you know, don't see the huge importance and then a little bit more old school, you know, they say you have to start with the puck uh, to Kuznetsov's point, you could lose the face off and, get the puck back two seconds later, and, it's you know, it's fine. Isabel, how excited were his teammates when Brooks Orpik buried the overtime game winner? I mean, 
This is the guy who got to touch the Stanley Cup right after Ovi and Backstrom in Vegas after they won it last year. He has the command of that locker room. His teammates love him. It was great to see him get that game winner to put the Caps up 2-0. Yeah, and, you know, I I asked Tom Wilson, is it more exciting, you know, when it's that guy who scores the OT game winner? He's like, yeah, did you hear us screaming? Mm. Um, You know, he's they call him Batya, which is like a Russian word for dad, and you know, Backstrom said he's he is like the dad in this locker room, but I think he's also like the cool dad. You know, he's friends with everybody from the youngest guy in you know in the room to you know the second oldest to him. Uh, we don't know you know how much longer he's going to play. He said he's year to year. Uh, this could very well be his last year with the Caps because he is an unrestricted free agent, and you know he's meant a lot to this team eventually becoming champions. You know, when he came here. Five years ago, he was tasked with kind of helping change that locker room culture and, you know, really kind of being the grown-up in the room, I guess. And uh, he's done a lot for them in that sense, especially. But I think he's been great these first two playoff games. He mentioned that, you know, when he's 38 years old, he can't play like that all year long because he wouldn't make it. But, um, you know, you're seeing him really empty the tank right now. And it's been a really big deal for them because, their D is missing, you know, someone like Michael Kempney and uh, how physical he's playing, how many minutes he's playing right now. I think, you know, that's been really important for them kind of winning these two games. Isabel, Brooks Orpik gets a lot of criticism, and he's gotten a lot of criticism over the years. He gets that game winner. Do you just have confidence now in this team with the with the defendersmen, like you talk about Kempney being out, playing like they do, and just everybody contributing? Yeah, I, you know, I think if there is a weakness, it's on D with Kempney out. I mean, Juice is playing, like, you know, less than seven minutes per game right now, and Carlson's up to, like, 27. I don't know how sustainable that is for, you know, if, you, if you're going to play 20-plus playoff games. Uh, so I think they're still figuring some things out on the back end as far as who's playing, who do you trust to play where, who plays with Carlson. I mean, Carlson's kind of been shuffling between, like, three different partners at various points. Uh, so I think that's where maybe they still have some kind of things to fix. But um, five-on-five looks really good in game two, and special teams looked really good in game one. And, you know, all things considered, I don't think they've played their best game yet, but they're still up 2-0 in the series, and that's a good sign. What, what kind of adjustments? Are there any obvious adjustments you think Reardon will make for game three? No, I think, you know, what helped them last year was, they kind of kept things the same state to their game and they didn't make a lot of, you know, changes from game to game. I think as long as they're winning, he's going to kind of keep the same lineup and, you know, maybe tweak a few system things here and there, you know, I'm sure they're going to try and make some adjustments to their power play after kind of Carolina got the better of them, um, you know, in game two. But, you know, other than that, I think it would be wise for them to kind of just keep it simple and, Stick to you know what's been working these two games. When you're up to oh, you don't really you shouldn't change that much. I don't think. Isabel, do we have any health update status on Morazic, who took the just the bullet from uh, Carlson, the the slap shot? He was he was stunned a little bit, dazed, but it stayed in the game. You know, d- is a player supposed to go through concussion protocol when something like that happens? What's the latest on Morazic? If you have any updates? Yeah, it, it was a weird one because I thought maybe they would have looked him further. It's kind of on the. NHL concussion spotter or, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes to make that call, you know, to, you know, put him in the quiet room and 
know, the Hurricanes tra- uh, trainer was looking at him on the ice. He must have, you know, been convinced that Mrazek was okay. Uh, and at which point, then, you know, if the NHL concussion spotter wanted to say, hey, you need to pull him and give him an extra look, that's on them. But uh, for whatever reason, they didn't. And uh, you know, he stayed in. I think he looks pretty good. And I expect him, you know, to start today. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.